we have one life. Who cares what people think? Who cares if you fall on your face? Who cares? At least you did something. If you're a person who's looking to have more purpose in your life, if you're saying to yourself, I don't wanna just go to work, I wanna do my life's work, this is the show. This is the show, don't keep your day job. How do you figure out how to take your passion and turn it into a profit? Life is too short not to wake up every day excited. You've got something that you've got to share with the world. I'm positive, that's why you're here. The show will not just give you inspiration, but some real life tools that you can start to take some real action week after week so that you can not just go to work and build someone else's dream. You can do the thing that you've always truly wanted to do. Make yourself the happiest version of you. My name is Kathy Heller. I'm so happy that you're here. 2018, this is gonna be your year. Thanks to Ring for supporting Don't Keep Your Day Job. As a listener, you have a special offer on a Ring starter kit available right now with the video doorbell and motion-activated floodlight cam. The starter kit has everything you need to start building a ring of security around your home. Just go to ring.com slash dreamjob. That's ring.com slash dreamjob. Thanks to Grove for supporting Don't Keep Your Day Job. Right now, my listeners can try Grove with a two-month VIP membership and bonus gift by going to grove.co slash dreamjob. That's grove.co slash dreamjob. Grove makes it easy to have a happy, healthy home. Thanks to Skillshare for supporting Don't Keep Your Day Job. Skillshare is offering Don't Keep Your Day Job listeners a limited time offer of two months of Skillshare for just 99 cents. To sign up, go to skillshare.com slash dreamjob. Again, go to skillshare.com slash dreamjob to get two months of unlimited access of over 20,000 classes for just 99 cents. Hey guys, this is Kathy Heller. Welcome back to another episode of Don't Keep Your Day Job. You guys, you're just awesome. That's it. You're plain awesome. Every week, I feel so much love from each and every one of you. And I want to make sure you know how much I really appreciate it. I soak it in and you make me feel about 300 feet tall. So thank you for being in my life. Really, I can't thank you enough. And I feel like what we're doing here is actually such a big thing. And I feel like we're doing it together. We're creating this community of people who are saying, yes, let's give each other permission to do the thing that we really want to do. And it would mean the world to me if you shared this podcast with a friend or even someone you just met. If you think you know anyone who this could inspire, please go ahead and share it because it does so much for our show. It's such an incredible way to support our show, but I really do think that this is amazing work we're all doing. I feel like the more we start to plant that seed inside ourselves and give ourselves permission to do what we really want, I think that It's not too much to ask that people wake up happy to do the thing they want to do. And I really do feel it's the best way to serve the world. Like if every person on your block woke up and was doing their hand lettering business or their cupcake business or making t-shirts and that's the thing that they really loved and they were skipping down the street because they were happy, they'd probably be more inclined to be kind to other people. They'd probably judge people a little less harshly. Like I really feel we need to take control of our own happiness and it's, it's enough. It's enough of saying, I don't deserve it or things don't really work out. Uh, it's enough. Like, why don't we just stop having these inner dialogues that don't really go anywhere and start to see what really is possible and help encourage each other that there is enough room for you. So please, if you love this show, share it with someone. We all deserve to have a beautiful life doing what we love. And I just want to remind you of that pretty simple. All right. This week, I had the pleasure of chatting with the delicious Gigi Butler. She's the founder and creative of the super popular Gigi's Cupcakes. And I want to let you know right now, we had a little bit of technical difficulty, so the audio might sound a little different, but... 
like I say, we can't be perfect all the time. And I really wanted to make sure we shared her story because you guys will not believe what she's done. I don't want to give away too many details just yet, but basically she went from an aspiring musician who couldn't really get as far as she wanted to in the music business. She was then cleaning toilets. She was actually cleaning Taylor Swift's toilet at one point. She was living in Nashville, which is where she still lives. And then she actually opened a cupcake shop and that was 10 years ago. Now Gigi's Cupcakes has over 100 locations around the country. Can you believe that? 100. It's the ultimate Cinderella story. And I think you guys are definitely going to eat up what she has to say. Also, we're going to give you a chance to eat up her delicious treats. We have a giveaway. All you guys have to do is come follow me on Instagram. You're going to see the details. If you follow me on Instagram and you follow Gigi's Cupcakes and you let me know that, on Instagram. If you just come follow me, um, you'll see me post about it. You'll know exactly what I'm talking about. There'll be details there. All you got to do is make sure you're following me there. Read the instructions. Super simple. And then Gigi's going to pick a few of you to win cupcakes. She's actually going to send you guys cupcakes. So if you go ahead, follow me on Instagram, read the post about Gigi's cupcakes, you'll be enter enter the giveaway. We're going to do a raffle and we're going to pick three of you to get sent these amazing cupcakes right to your door. So we're going to bring on Gigi, but first let's say thanks to one of our sponsors. So you guys, my husband was so excited when Ring was a sponsor of our show because we're both obsessed. Like I will be out somewhere and I'll look on my phone and I can see who's at the door. In fact, I was at a meeting and the doorbell rings, which shows up on my phone. And it's this guy who came to measure and, and give us blinds. And I was like, hang on, I'll be right there. And I was able to like leave the meeting, get home and I was able to talk to him. And then like he comes in. But what's also cool is it makes your home safer, right? Because we had some people walking up to our door. It was kind of weird. And then you, you hear this guy from behind go, they have a ring doorbell. And then they all ran away. And it was like, that was amazing. Why? Because they know they're on camera. So it's really helpful for many reasons. And I think you guys should check it out because it's an awesome offer. Ring's mission is to make neighborhoods safer. You might already know about their smart video doorbells and cameras that protect millions of people everywhere. Ring helps you stay connected to your home anywhere in the world. So if there's a package delivery or surprise visitor, you're going to get an alert and you can see and hear and speak to those people all from your phone. So that's thanks to the HD video and two-way audio features on Ring devices. As a listener, you have a special offer on a Ring Starter Kit available right now with a video doorbell and motion-activated floodlight cam. The Starter Kit has everything you need to start building a ring of security around your home. Just go to ring.com slash dreamjob. That's ring.com slash dreamjob. Okay, without further ado, the sweet, spectacular Gigi Butler. Hey, Gigi, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. It's a great honor. I'm so excited. It's so cool to get to see your face. You're so pretty, you're beautiful, and you're so sweet. And I'm so impressed with how much you've accomplished in your life so far. And I wanna share this. I wanna share this with our audience because you have really blazed such a trail and you've done it all doing something you love. So can you give us some of the backstory and tell us a little about your journey and how you started and got to where you are today? I will give you the broke down version. Great. I was a entrepreneur from the beginning. My dad was a had an amazing entrepreneurial spirit. So we had a potbelly pig business, or he, and he's a fireman and owned restaurants. So I was taught at a very early age to not be afraid to fail. And That's good. At, at seven, I was like, you know, I might be a country music singer songwriter. I'm moving to Nashville, and they were like, uh, okay, <laughs> that's pretty ambitious. I'm like, you, know, you taught me to dream big. I'm going to do it. So I needed funds to make that happen. So at 15, 
I started Gigi's cleaning company. Cleaned oh all throughout the California, the high desert where I was raised. And then I moved to Nashville uh, when I was 19, dropped out of college. Don't recommend that to anyone. And <laughs> took my second semester college money, made a demo, moved to Nashville. Knew no one, didn't have a place to live, didn't have a job, nothing. $500 to my name. Oh my but God. I just, I had to, you have to take the risk in life or yeah. you do not get the reward. Period. True. Yep. So I just risked it all. And then I would work at Red Lobster and clean during the day. I started my cleaning business back up and then started singing at night, doing hockey talks, bars, everywhere, all over the country, parts of the world, music demos, video, everything. Yeah. And then at 30, I was like, okay, uh, this isn't going to work for me. I was, it, it really hit me when I was cleaning Taylor Swift's house. And she sat on a she sat on her bed, and she practiced a guitar a song she had just written. Stop! Yes! It. Oh my God! Teardrops on my guitar, and as she played that, and I, I she played the song, and I was like, "I'm cleaning her bathroom." She was 15, I was 30. I'd been chasing my music career for you know as long as she'd been alive, and I thought this isn't happening for me. My dream of being a music star since I was seven is dying. And so I got in my truck, packed all my cleaning supplies up, and I said, what am I going to do with my life? What am I going to do with the rest of me? And what I have found is that life isn't about finding yourself. It's about creating yourself. So I'm like, how can I recreate? So I decided to just expand my cleaning business. I'm like, well, if I'm just going to be a house cleaner, I'm going to be the wonder woman of house cleaning. So I'm going to have the best house cleaning business in town and did that hired people to help me bought a little house, paid off my bills, saved some money. Now it wasn't my dream, but it was an anchor and it was something that I knew I could do well. And then my brother went to New York city, stood in line at a cupcake shop for two hours and called me. I was cleaning a client's bathroom and he's like, you should open a cupcake shop in Nashville. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, you love to bake. You love. And I thought, what? And I thought, wait, I've always been able to go. Why not? Not afraid to fail. So I looked in the mirror. I had my pink cleaning gloves on and I said, why not? Why not me? So I went for it. That's where the idea became it was uh, September, 2007. I'm amazed. I'm amazed at what a renegade you are. I'm amazed that at seven years old, you already had this gumption. I'm amazed that you happened to be sitting in the same room as Taylor Swift when she was writing the song, Tear Just My Guitar. I'm amazed that you have had the why not attitude and every single thing that you then decided to pursue with your whole heart and soul your cleaning business grows. You now have over a hundred stores. Is that correct? You have over a hundred cupcake stores? hundred cupcake stores in 25 states. You are such a renegade and you're so (laughs) sweet and humble and beautiful. Honestly, you have such a sweet spirit. You have never lost that. And so I want to talk about many, many things, but let's talk about how this sort of grew. So you started with your brother saying, Hey, I'm waiting in line. He was probably at Magnolia Magnolia Bakery, right? He was. Yeah. And then he's like, make a cupcake. And then you, what did you do? You went in the kitchen and started mixing a German chocolate. I'm like, I said, well, you know, 
I've got great credit. I've been in business almost, you know, 18 years at that time. And I thought, I'm just going to go to my bank and get a loan. So I went to my bank. I sat there and said, I, you know, I'm going to do a cupcake shop. They literally laughed in my face. They're like, are you out of your mind? I'm like, I don't think I am. They're like, absolutely not. So I went to four banks. They all laughed in my face. And I'm like, okay, I have heard the word no my whole life through my music. But, you know, you're no, you're not voices and strong enough. No, you're not pretty enough. No, your songs aren't up to par. So these no's Crazy to the people. bankers, they were not going to stop me. Yes. So I took out $100,000 cash advances on my credit cards and I went for it. Oh my God. So, so yeah, that is it. exhilarating and frightening. And, and so definitely, you- definitely not the Dave Ramsey way. <laughs> Although I, I love Dave Ramsey. But I definitely not what anyone should ever do. I'm not recommending it, but it was the only thing I could do. So, and then I found, tried to find the perfect spot downtown Nashville for my first store. Walked up to this midtown area and there was this a little for lease sign in the window. I said, that's it. And my brother and my, one of my best friends were with me. They're like, this is your first place. I said, no, I see myself going in this place. I'm having an outer body experience. This is it. So called the landlord, I mean like 500 times because he was like, a cupcake shop? Absolutely. No way. This is expensive rent. I'm like, it's going to work. Here's my business plan. So after badgering him for months, he finally broke down and let me lease the perfect space. And while the space was being built out, I still was cleaning. So I started cleaning for my customers. And they thought, they're like, oh, bless her heart. I hope she doesn't quit her day job, that poor little thing. <laughs> but they felt sorry for me, although they love my baking because I've always baked for them. So they're like, honey, we'll take a dozen for our clients or our patients or our, the studio musicians are coming in. But they didn't realize this. They were really helping me form my new company because in my kitchen at night is where all the creations happen. I'd make hot hunk of chunk of banana love or red, red, you know, red velvet, everything. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to put this on the menu, this, and found a builder, started building out the space. The day before I opened, February, I opened February 21st, 2008. The day before I opened, I paid the plumber a $300 check. I had just cleaned two houses to pay him, and I had $33 left to my name. And I was scared to death. I mean, I didn't know how I was going to make my mortgage. I didn't know how I was going to survive. Oh I literally had $33. And just opened my doors. And the next day, lines formed. I was in business. And it's been literally just that, one step at a time. And someone said, well, you should franchise. My landlord said, we should franchise this. I'm like, well, what's a franchise? So I had to read about that. I'm like, well, let's just take this money I've saved and we'll do it. He's like, no, we need $250,000. I'm like, how's $26,000? Let's do it. So it's grown from there. I think when you're bold and you you just think outside the box, people will think you're crazy, but in the long run, they respect you. Because even if it fails or succeeds, you're always striving to do something outside the box. And so many people can't think outside their box because they're so afraid to fail. And I don't understand why. We have one life. Who cares what people think? Who cares if you fall on your face? Who cares? At least you did something. So if I could tell anybody, don't be afraid to step out. And who cares if people think you're crazy? If 
I listened to everyone that said, you're a nut. Do not do this. There wouldn't be a Gigi's Cupcakes. I wouldn't be here right now. So. God, it's so inspiring. And you actually did these things. You're not talking about someone else. You're talking about yourself. You actually did that where you had $33 left in the bank and you kept going. And look where that's gotten you. The ability to have that courage to be messy and look where you are. Okay. I'm going to hit pause on this story real quick so we can give a shout out to one of our sponsors. Grove believes a healthy, beautiful home should be accessible to everyone. That's why they made it so easy to get products you can feel great about using around your home and family. Every product has been rigorously tested for health, effectiveness, and environmental impact, and you're in control with customizable auto shipments delivered right to your door. So you guys, we use so many of these things. We have the method soaps, the seventh generation stuff. I love it because I know they're non-toxic products and I have three little girls. I love it because the packaging is cool. Seriously, like the method soap dispensers, they're all pretty and I pick different ones to put in different guest bathrooms and this one's in the kitchen. But I love that I know my kids who just recently got into making slime. What is this with the making slime? They saw it on YouTube. So they use a lot of detergent. And I know that when they're using something by Grove, I know that it's not toxic. So that's much, much, much more comfortable than them taking a big, you know, jug of something really scary downstairs and spilling it all over the table and my two-year-old gets her hands in it. Find out how committed Grove is to its customers with a 100% happiness guarantee and free shipping. It's so easy to discover amazing and affordable natural home and personal care products with the confidence of supporting a safer environment for your family. Right now, my listeners can try Grove with a two-month VIP membership and bonus gift by going to grove.co slash dreamjob. That's grove.co slash dreamjob. Grove makes it easy to have a happy, healthy, home. So when did the next store happen? When did store number two happen? Store number three, were those stores that you opened yourself? Were those already being franchised? When did that sort of change? Well, lines started forming from the beginning and people would come all across the country and say, I want, I want a GG's in Indianapolis. I'm like, what? what? There's no GG's in, I'm GG. No. And, and I was like, wait a minute. They became in demand across the country. It was like a snowball effect that I couldn't stop. By the end of 2009, we had four stores. 2012, we had 35 stores. 2013, we had 47 stores. I mean, it was nuts. It was just nuts. It's just like, and I didn't have the money to do all corporate stores, so I had to franchise. And that's how I started franchising. So, oh my God, we had, we had four stores open. Okay. How do you think those lines formed? What do you think is the secret recipe, the secret sauce that got people coming in the doors? What do you think were some of the things that you were doing that brought people in there? Well, there's lots of factors, but the first of it, first of it is that cupcakes were new then. You know, that, that cupcakes were not that popular other than in LA and New York. So when I opened a cupcake shop in Nashville, people were like, what, what is this? So it was the newness of cupcakes. Number one, it was the, oh my gosh, this crazy house cleaning lady opened a cupcake shop, bless her heart and right off music row. And so they came to all the musicians, all the stars came to support me. They're like, oh, bless her heart. Let's help. But also we have the best product on the planet. People eat with their eyes and they're gorgeous. Not only are they gorgeous and their own, they have their own little personalities, but when people taste them, I wanted them to have an experience. For instance, like orange dreamsicle. 
when someone takes a bite of my orange dream sickle, I want them to be taken back to where they were going and running after the ice cream truck guy on a summer day when they were four years old or five years old going, what? And that, that Sherbert push-up pop, that's, I, I want them to have an experience in their mouth every time. And I want it to take them back somewhere. Like, oh my, that tastes like my grandma's chocolate cake. Or that tastes, that when they, when they come into the store, it takes them back because smell is such an amazing thing for us. And if it smells like your grandma's house, people are going to warm to that because it's like, this is how grandma made. Totally. Yes, it, and you know what? Yes, you're right. It's authentic because guess what? My great great grandmother in the turn of the century opened her first bakery in Oklahoma. So these are recipes passed down from hundreds of years from my family. And all I did was take these amazing recipes that are created with love and tradition and put it into a cupcake form. It's amazing. So of course people are going to resonate with it. Yeah. And at that time, 2008, women weren't really baking. Like it wasn't the big baking popular, oh, the cooking shows and bringing all this back into the kitchen. Women didn't really bake at all. So they want a great tasting treat that tastes like their grandmother's and that they can bring home and really not do the work. <laughs> exactly. So it's a combination of lots of things. So let me ask you a, a couple of questions here, two that are like burning in my brain. One is before on a very sort of tactical level, because I know people are listening right now and their mouths are watering, not only with all the flavors and things you just described, but also with your story, because people are listening thinking, this is possible. Look what she was able to do. And I, I want to do this with my soap business or my hand lettering business or my right. t-shirt business. So one question is, did you do anything between the moment when your brother called and said, I'm online at Magnolia, you need to be doing something like this and going into the bank? Or did you just do that? Was there anything sort of like where you were validating your idea and testing it? Were you inviting people over and giving them cupcakes to try? Were you going to a local farmer's market and putting them out there? Were you trying to sell them at church? Were you doing anything to sort of like validate or did you just have enough experience in your own life as somebody who baked where people had told you enough times, these are amazing, we're all about it, and these are the 14 flavors we love? I already knew. I didn't go get validation, <laughs> which I probably should have. But I was like, no. And if, if I had learned anything in the music industry from being in the music industry, industry for so long and cleaning so many stars' homes, business people's homes, all these very high-profile people, that branding is everything. So you have to brand something and make it special. So I, I came in with that strength, not because I went to school for it, but I went to the School of Hard Knocks for it. So I had the branding. I knew what I wanted. I had my vision. I'd always watched brands. So that, I think that was a huge, important a step into my success is because branding is everything. So no, I already had the great recipes. I just needed to figure out through trial and error after I opened the stores, who liked what? I want you to, I want to talk about that in, in again, I, so many things. Every time you say something, I'm like, oh, it's so smart. Now I have another question. So in terms of having the great recipes, we didn't talk about that in your background until your brother made you that phone call. We talked about your music passion. So when you said you had the great recipes, was this something that was going on in your life? You were always baking. People knew you as somebody who baked or your mother used to bake. Where did this come from? I come from a long line of bakers. My great-great-grandmother, my grandmothers, my 
aunts. My aunt had a catering business and a bakery in Texas. My mom baked everyone. And my mom's one of the best bakers and entertaining human beings on the planet. Move over, Martha. And so I was at seven years old. They're like, get up here. Let me show you how to make bread. Get on the stool. Or this is how you make the best pumpkin pie. So it was always in my blood. I, and I always loved to bake. I would give gifts to all my customers every Christmas or summer and wrap old bread loaf and say, thank you for your business. Love, Gigi. I so see. it was, I would always be baking and doing things and entertaining. I just never thought I'd be doing it for a living until that one day. And I was like, wait a minute, baking. I love to bake. It's my favorite thing in the world other than singing, and I'm not doing that anymore. Why not? So this so, is really fascinating because I often ask people, when did they feel like they were in alignment really with like their thing? And sometimes people are pursuing one thing, like, I want to be an actor. I want to be an actor. And right. it's not happening. And it's like God is kind of like moving you in this other direction. And you're like, right. no, 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 no. This is what I'm supposed to do. And so I was curious until this last moment when you just shared all of this stuff about how you love to bake, I was thinking, does she now feel like this really is me? I'm in this place. Obviously, the world is saying yes. The world is responding so much. They're cheering for you. Yes, more, more, more. And you had thought, I want to be making it as a singer. And doors weren't opening as quickly. Do you feel right. like, oh, no, I was just led to where I could really show up the most as myself. Do you feel that way? I do. I feel like all the doors that were shut in my face through the music industry, it wasn't a failure. It was preparing me for something else. Like all of the being on stage and singing and all of the interviews I would do and, and all of the voice training. I mean, it may not have led me to a quote, quote, record deal, but what else did it lead me to? You know, the public, all the connections I had made, all of the things that I had done brought me to where I am. And I think that what a lot of people don't realize is that if they are able to successfully transition, that's where success lies, is being able to go, okay, this is a roadblock. That's right. What do I need to do? Let me not think of it as a failure and curl up in a ball behind a potted plant and never get out in fetal position and never <laughs> do anything else again. But can I successfully transition here? And can I take what I've learned from all the things from the music industry, branding, public speaking, being on a stage, you know, all the things I learned from that, and can I transition it into another path? So I think that's what success is all about. It's just recreating yourself. Maybe mm -hmm. I wasn't writing songs anymore, but I was creating cupcake recipes in yeah. my dreams. I'm like, oh, that's a great cupcake recipe. I could do this and this and put this on top. So I don't sing songs anymore. And I, I, I sing songs, but I don't write music anymore. But I create and do other things with the creativity. So mm -hmm. it's just channeling your creativity into something else that it's already God-given and you already have. You just have to tap into it. It's amazing what you're saying. And there's so much to, 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 to dive into here. One of the things um, that I, I feel like is going to come up for people as they listen, and I think you're such an incredible example, such a trailblazer. If I'm correct, you didn't go to culinary school. You didn't yeah. get taught by 
um, Julie Childs or work right. under some incredible French pastry chef. Correct. You just went for it. And a lot of people, not only are they afraid to fail, but we have imposter syndrome. We right. feel like, you know what, if I um, think I might be good at this, there's another voice and another voice and another voice that says, who are you to do this? How do you feel like people can get over that? Because you definitely didn't let that stand in your way. You know what? I still suffer with that. Yeah, I, I think everyone does. I think that's a nemesis yeah. in the world. I think that's a devil thing. Okay. Yeah. People want to pull you down. Things want to pull you down in life. I'm not good enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not. Oh. We may not be everything to everyone, but we are given gifts. And I think we have to get over the negative self-talk that everyone has. I fight it every day. It's not like I'm on top of the world and everything is fabulous and I'm amazing. You know, <laughs> I have to tell myself that even when I'm not believing it at the time. So I just think it's the self-talk. Everyone has those feelings of insecurity. It's just breaking out of that insecurity and go, you know what? I may not be the best. I've got, I went to the school of hard knocks. Okay. I'm not this. I'm a toilet cleaner. But you know what? I'm a pretty darn good toilet cleaner. And these hands have cleaned 65,000 toilets, thank you very much. And I can work my butt off. So I'm doing something else. That's and amazing. People wow. are like, you're crazy. You're, yes, I am crazy. But it's called living one life, getting out there, and doing something. Mm. You have one life, people. We have Oh, one my life. God. And GG. we're done. We're done after this. I think the biggest motivator for me also... I don't want to be 90 years old, God willing, I make it there. Sitting on my porch going, what if? What if I would have done that? What mm. if? I don't want to live with the regret of what if. I want to be the person that's, why not? Why not? Why not? Because yeah. we can create anything. And we live in a country that really supports entrepreneurial local businesses. You know, our government supports that. And there's a lot of governments in this world that don't. It's you can true. never go and do a business at, like you can in America. Oh, my God. We, we've got so many odds so many odds stacked against us if you're not American. Oh. But if you are right here and you have all these things you could tap into, why are you not doing something? You have no excuse. <laughs> Get off your butt. Quit sitting on it. Go do Agreed. something. So I have a few more questions. First, let's take a quick ad break. So you guys, Skillshare is an online learning platform with over 20,000 classes in business, marketing, entrepreneurship, technology, and on and on and on. If you're trying to deepen your professional skill set, if you want to start a side hustle, if you're starting to build your own business, Skillshare is going to keep you learning in 2018 and beyond. Skillshare is awesome. I've been taking classes there and there's so many things so specific to what I need. Every time I'm thinking, oh, I don't think they're going to have this class. They're like, there it is. And I can learn something that I can actually use in my business. I've been taking classes on social media marketing because I think it's important to understand how I can keep connecting to more and more people online who might be part of this tribe who want to hear what this show has to offer. So if you're trying to deepen your professional skill set or start your side hustle or just explore a new passion, Skillshare is there to keep you learning and thriving. And you guys know I'm really big on always looking ahead to learn new things and pick up different skills. You've got to check this out. There's classes on things like blogging, hand lettering, self-publishing your own book, 
you name it, they've got it. Join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for my listeners. Get two months of Skillshare for just 99 cents. That's right. Skillshare is offering Don't Keep Your Day Job listeners two months of unlimited access to over 20,000 classes for just 99 cents. Go to Skillshare.com slash dreamjob to sign up. Again, go to Skillshare.com slash dreamjob to start your two months now. That's Skillshare.com slash dreamjob. So this is something that comes up all the time and people are going to say, well, that's so cool. So amazing. Look what she's done. But one thing that also comes up in people's way is, is there room for me? Like, you know, there are already 15 sneaker stores. There's already, you know, a thousand people I can think of who have a blog. Why should I bother? And in today's landscape, there is, you know, competition in the cupcake space, but it's not slowing you down. You have only grown your shops while other people are coming on the scene. So what do you have to say to people who say there's no room for me? It's already been done. The market is saturated. You just have to find, you have to find your own shtick. Like that's what people say in the music. Go, what's your shtick? Like find what makes you unique. And when Cupcakes was a huge craze, but through the 10 years, we've had to evolve. We've had to be a celebration place. Like we want boss's day. We want nurse's day. We want your birthdays. We want to do wedding cakes. We want to ship, we ship nationwide now all across America. So We've had to evolve too. It's not like we've gone, we've made it, you know, it's, it's evolving. It's always growing. It's always finding a place where we can find a need and a way to celebrate with America. Mm-hmm. You know, how can we, how can we do your bridal shower? How can we do bachelorette parties? Yes, we do cakes. Yes, we do cookies. Yes, we do desserts. So it's yes. And I think a lot of people say no. No, no, I don't do that. No, no, no. Now you have to be a certain, you can't go out out of your realm. You have to be identifiable. But when someone calls me at my, you know, at the original cupcake shop, I'm there all the time in Nashville. And they say, I want da, 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 da. I say yes. And then I figure it out. Say yes. And then figure out how you can do it. I don't think anyone should ever say no. You know, if it's a great idea or if it's an opportunity, Say yes, and then figure it out. Yeah, that's amazing. Work hard to that's figure am- it out. So. That's amazing. You you talked a lot about how important it is to to do great branding and how that was something that you sort of had insight into as you began. Right. What do you think are some of those things and pieces that make branding successful? I mean, one thing you mentioned was like your story. You know, this woman right. who was cleaning toilets who right. started to sell cupcakes. Right. Do you think, what do you think are sort of the tenets of great branding? I think story is an amazing thing. I think bringing your background into it and what yeah. you've done. I think people are proud of people that's worked hard. I mean, I can't tell you how many people have said, gosh, I'm so proud of you. You clean toilets, you cleaned houses, and look where you are. That means more to me than any amount of money in the world. Mm. If someone's proud of me, and I've done a good job and I've made someone proud because I've walked a good path, that is priceless. You cannot pay for respect. <laughs> you have to earn respect from people. So yeah. if someone's proud of you, that is huge. And when I think of my three favorite brands, I think, and they are Tiffany's, uh. Victoria's Secret, and Martha Stewart. Now, <laughs> Totally different things, yep. but when you see that Robin Egg blue box walking down the street, you're like, oh, 
I want Amazing. to decide. Yes. So when I decided to design my box and what it was going to look like, I wanted it to be a beautiful, unique gift box, something that people coveted what was inside of there. So I think that that's what people have to, you have to think about how can I brand, how can I be different? What do people subliminally love about color, about statement, about story? I mean, and it's an art. And if you're not that person that knows how to brand and has the eye for it, find someone that does it well. Spend the money on someone that can brand you well. That's so important. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And as far as continuing to sort of build your tribe, do you do anything to sort of connect with your customers and your, the people who are, are, are patrons of your stores? Do you do anything other than making amazing products? Like, are you thinking about those people and sort of putting anything out there to them, whether it's an email list and, and you're, you're sending content or are you doing stuff on social media or on Facebook or having like live events? Are you doing anything sort of beyond having the great products in the stores? Great question. I just had a meeting about that this morning. Social media is huge and I'm not that, I'm not as good as it as I should be. I'm not as advanced, but what you can do is you can reach out to your audience through, you know, I'm just trying to build my social media platform right now, just on my Instagram. And what can I do to give away? What can I do? Like mm. people, giveaways are important. I do, I go to grand openings and I do a meet and greet for the new stores that are grand openings. I do those all throughout the country. And I really like to connect with people that love the cupcakes, you know, and they're like, Oh, oh, I love your whatever it is. And I love to hug them and tell them how thankful I am. But what wouldn't it be nice is if we could give back a little bit more. Yeah. So we have an amazing loyalty program that gives, you know, points to every dollar you so we have that. We give away a birthday cupcake to everyone that signs up for a loyalty program. So I think loyalty programs are huge. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think awesome. sweepstakes and giveaways are huge as well. Awesome. It's, it's amazing. And one thing that I, I wanted to just throw in here is that I feel like another roadblock for people, and sometimes we just don't want to admit it, is that we have a lot of trash talk deep down inside of our psyche about making money. A lot of people okay. are actually resistant to making a lot of money. We feel that we've been told that money is the root of all evil. If you have lots of money, it's going to make you a bad person, or it's going to make you greedy or selfish. But as I sit here, and I'm listening to you, and I'm looking at your sweet face, and I just can feel you and what you're about and what matters to you and what stand, what you stand for, you know, I feel what a kind human being you are. And Thank I you. think it takes, I think it takes a certain amount of strength to receive, to let in, to allow yourself to expand, to start making seven figures. This is not something that everybody even feels is okay. They don't give themselves even permission. And especially someone who was so humble and was cleaning toilets that is a huge, huge switch for you to say, I am going to allow myself to deserve. It's right. okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring this into my ecosystem. I'm going to expand what's possible. What do you want to say to people about money mindset and how that shifted for you? Well, money has never been a bad thing in America because we were founded on you know, small business and getting out there and creating your American dream. I think it became a little unpopular about 10 years ago, it's like, oh, wow, the evil. No, 
that's what a land, it's the land of opportunity. And money, yes, they say is the root of all evil, but the things that you could do for, for good with money. And, but see, the thing about that is money is very fluid. It comes and goes. It, it's not, it's not the end all beat all of what you should be trying to accomplish. You know, a, a true entrepreneur loves the challenge of loss because it's not about the money. That always comes and goes. It's about the thrill of creating something new. So, it, you know, money is fluid. Money is not like, I've done it. I've got a million in the bank. And I, you could lose that tomorrow, people. We could be, you could not have anything. But it's just the thrill of creating and giving back. And, you know, I, I'm going to just say, I, I always thought I would love to, when I die, come back and be an angel and do good to people and give to people on the earth. And maybe God would love me. And I thought, wait a minute, why don't I do that now? <laughs> why can't I just be a good person now and kind and give back now when I'm here <laughs> yes. and be that angel, not really be an angel, but just be someone that can be. And I said, God, too much is given, much is expected. If God gives you a lot and you have a lot, there's a lot of expectation on that. And that's a lot of pressure and it's very hard. And a lot of people drag that down. I want this. I want this. All these money grubbers come after you. But if there's a way you can balance it and think of money as just being fluid and something that's really not yours that you were just given anyways, because you don't, when you die, you don't take it with you. You can never, I don't care, you can never outgive God. The more you give, the more you will receive, period. So you will beautiful. never outgive God. That's Ever. so beautiful. And yep. people are so stingy. Oh, I can't give. I can't tithe. I can't. Well, then you're never going to get anything, period. If you're not a giving person and you're not a willing to give more, you will never have more. I totally agree with you. Yeah. And I, I feel that same way. And it's such a beautiful way to look at it. And I do feel like also money is the type of thing where it's sort of like rain. If rain lands on weeds, weeds will, more weeds will grow. If rain right. lands on something beautiful, more beautiful flowers will sprout. So I think whatever is in you, it's only going to be more with money. You're going to do right. more of it. So if you're good and you have the intention to do good, it's a beautiful way, a beautiful, beautiful way to look at it. I think it's incredible what you've been able to to do and, and how gracefully you're doing it. Have you been a mom at the same time? I'm a single mom. I have a seven-year-old oh and God. I'm the sole supporter and she's been on 72 plane flights. <laughs> she's been all over the world with me, all over the country. And she just, she's my little, she's the best thing that ever happened to me. She's the best thing I ever baked. <laughs> oh my and God, I just so love her. She's and it's been hard. I mean, I've had to do it all myself and her dad is not around and it's, it is what it is. We're, we'll go through that. But, but she is, I'm a mom. How have, that's am I'm amazing. I love that line. She's the best thing I've ever baked. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. so beautiful. Did you see the play waitress? Cause it just makes me think of waitress at the end. You know what? I, I, I went to see that waitress. I went to see it when it was in Nashville and I sat there and cried because that play, that movie resonates with everything that's me, like my past and, you know, like, yes. So it was like, oh. Yeah. As you're talking, I'm like, that's it. It's Lulu's right. Pies. So right. 
the, the reason I asked you that question is because if you are a mom, how have you been able to balance being such an incredible entrepreneur and being a mom? But not only are you balancing that, you're doing it by yourself, which is even more to the point. How have you been able to do that? And I feel like for so many women, they say to themselves, it's a choice. Either I'm going to have an incredible business or be a mom. They don't think that it's possible for them to be able to run a business and at the same time have that other part of their life. Do you think that women can do that? And if so, how do you do it? And not give yourself a hard time if you have to be at a meeting or opening a store. How do you do all of that? Well, I'm a mom first. I've, I have the opportunity to spend a lot of time with my daughter. With I take her with me, or I only go really on the road once a month. I'll go for two nights, and then I'm home. You know, and I I'm going to pick her up from school in just just a minute, and I the rest of it is mom day, mom time. So, I think that the secret to success in life and in business and anything you do is if you're a great multitasker. If you can make lists, if you can say, okay, I'm accomplishing this today, but first of all, I'm not gonna work 70, 90 hours because I have, and some people have to, I'm not judging women that work that hard. But if you're gonna have a child and you have something that comes out of your belly and you're responsible for that child's well-being and love, you need to spend some time with it. That is the most important thing, that life of that child. Yeah. So I just try to balance it with, okay, I'm doing this today. This is her. I'm going to, you know, I've got to travel. I've got someone loving and kind that's around her every time and anywhere. She's never in a situation that someone that doesn't love her and isn't kind and hasn't been in her life her whole life is with her. So I have a great assistant slash nanny who's been with me for, since she was nine months old. So it's, it's really great. And then my parents come into town and help me. And, but it's a hard balance. It, it really is. And it's beautiful. And I want to make sure that we hop off soon so in the next few minutes so that you can go get her. So we're going to wrap it up. I just want to ask you, what can you tell us about how we can get more of you? Well, there is a book called, called The Secret Ingredient. It comes out December 4th. I'm so excited about it. It's my life story, but it also has a business lesson in the front of the chapter. And then it has a recipe, a family recipe, or one of my most loved recipes at the end of every chapter. Amazing. So it's a little bit of both, and that comes out December 4th. And then you can also uh, socialize with me on official Gigi Butler, or you could go on gigi'scupcakesusa.com. And I have a textile line that comes out next month. Unstoppable. My God. uh, And a bakeware line that's coming out. And, um, but so you could go on ggbutler.com, official Gigi Butler on my uh, social media handles, or ggscupcakesusa.com. We ship nationwide now. So you can go on there and we could ship you any of the textiles or anywhere. Amazing. Okay, so final question. If people are sitting there right now and their jaws are dropped because you are so special and so sincere and so smart and so courageous and they're, they're wishing that they had one ounce of what you had and they're listening and thinking, I have this thing I really wish I could do and I would like to stop cleaning toilets or whatever my version of that is. Right. What's one last thing you want to leave them with? What do you want to tell them right now? You can never outgive. And hard work gets things done. 
I don't think people want to put in the hard work anymore. They want, this is an instant gratification society now that we live in. So it's like, oh, I don't want to do the work. Well, then you're not going to succeed. You have to be able to sacrifice, have tenacity, and work your butt off. <laughs> if you're not willing to do that, then you're not, I mean, you can have a good life, but it doesn't mean that you're going to be able to have that successful, amazing business because you got to go out on a limb because guess what? That's where the fruit is. Your daughter is so blessed to have you as mom. Thank You're an incredible you. teacher. Thank you. I, I, I strive for that every day. I, I don't hit the mark all the time, but I do strive for that. Well, you're so, so special. And I, I talked to lots of really smart people on this podcast. And uh, this was one of my favorite interviews. I think that you come from Thank such you. a genuine place and you are such a trailblazer. Every single thing you do, there's a through line, which is you just do what's right and you're not willing to do it all, even if it's overwhelming or scary. And you smile the whole way through it. So it's beautiful. Thank you for sharing your story with us. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh, that was so much fun. I love talking to her. Okay, here are some of the takeaways. Number one, take the risk in life or you don't get the reward. Number two, people might think you're crazy. You might fail. Who cares? At least you did something. Number three, success is about recreating yourself. Number four, we can't be everything to everyone, but we're given gifts that need to be shared. Number five, don't live with the regret of what if. Be the person who says, why not? Number six, find your own shtick. Find what makes you unique. Number seven, say yes and then figure it out. Number eight, money is fluid. The more you give, the more you receive. Number nine, be willing to sacrifice, have tenacity, and work your butt off. And number 10, go out on a limb because that's where you find the fruit. Ah, I love this. I'm so impressed. It's amazing. It's amazing that she started that first store and she had $33 in the bank and she did it anyway. It's amazing that when her brother called her and said, I'm standing online in New York and there's this amazing cupcake place and you're good at this. She just said, yeah, that's a great idea. I'm not going to overthink it. I'm just going to do it. And it's amazing that she started doing this and she didn't say, wait, but I'm a musician. Wait. She just kept going. And then she found out this is really what she loves. And this really is who she is. And she feels like she's in alignment with herself. And she had the humility to adjust and try something else and boom, right? So we have to really listen to that. And we have to be willing to do it when we're scared. We're all waiting for this moment where we're feeling fearless. That moment's not coming, right? But if we can allow ourselves to do it anyway, make the messy version. Every day I sit down and write my book, I'm like overwhelmed. And I say, Kath, just make a messy version of it. And then I, I write, and then you do your podcast, and then you open your cupcake shop. And the more you expand your belief of what really is possible, it's amazing what action you're going to take. So I want you to hear these stories week after week. So you keep reminding yourself of really what's possible. And that voice inside that says, nothing works out. It's not possible because that's going to keep you stuck. That's going to keep you not taking action. But the more you see these people who were cleaning toilets and then just said, why not? You're like, of course you can do that. I started my podcast without a famous last name, without 100,000 people on an email list, without having written a book already. And it's amazing. You, you don't need to work for the man. You need a smartphone. You need human beings. You need to go, go in the kitchen and make your recipes. Go start blogging. Go, just start. Do it scared. You have what you need. You have that commodity. You know what it is? It's you and it's enough. And your story is value enough. Okay. so. 
I'm doing a course called Everyone Can Podcast. If you've ever thought, I think I want to do a podcast, this is the course, you guys. If you sign up for this course, you get lifetime access for it. And it's not this evergreen thing where you watch these videos. It's me week after week, me, actually me showing up with my co-producer, Emma, and we're going to drill down. And it's not just about the actual episodes. It's how do you market it? How do you book guests? How do you figure out how to make the show amazing? How do you actually get people to notice it? How do you get two and a half million listeners in the first 19 months? We're going to talk about it. And there's so much room for you. You guys, I thought that I came late to the party of podcasting. This is the beginning is what I'm told. Every year, it's doubling how many people listen to podcasts, how much advertising revenue is being spent in podcasting. This is an amazing time to start a podcast. And if you want to learn how to do it, enrollment ends on the 29th. So you guys have a few days. And if you enroll by the 27th, you get a free ticket to the live Don't Keep Your Day Job workshop October 4th and 5th. But if you want to find out more for the, about the podcasting course, go to everyonecanpodcast.com. Now, if you want to join us for the live event and you're not interested in being in the course, you can get 30% off. You can go to don'tkeepyourdayjob.com backslash workshop and put in the code dreamjob30 to get 30% off the workshop. But I think it's going to be sold out. You guys should join this podcasting course. You're going to learn so much, so, so much. You're going to have fun. You're going to get out of your own way. And by 2019, you're going to have your own show. It is so rewarding. It opens so many doors for your business and it gives you a sense of purpose like nothing else. Okay, now let's share a listener win. Kim messaged me on Instagram and said, Kathy, thank you so much for the podcast. I've been listening to it for months and finally took the leap after 10 years of playing around with my jewelry making hobby. I took it to Etsy to try it out as a side business. Thank you for giving me the courage. I could not have done it without your weekly encouragement. You're making a difference in this world. So thank you, Kim. This is going to make me cry. I'm so proud of you for gathering that strength and that courage to say, why not? Why not do this? And now you're going to do what you love, adding your own flavor to the world. And I know you're going to start making a difference. Guys, go give Kim some love. Her Etsy store is Addison Harper Studio. It's one word. She's got a whole collection of super cute vintage stud earrings and rings. So make sure to check those out. Addison Harper Studio. If you have a win to share, you can send me a DM on Instagram. I'm at Kathy.Heller. I respond to all my DMs, every single one. So come find me on Instagram at Kathy.Heller, C-A-T-H-Y dot H-E-L-L-E-R. You can also post it on our Don't Keep Your Day Facebook group because you'll find a whole community there that's really ready to celebrate you. You guys are the best. If you want to help us out, please leave us a review on iTunes. It helps us climb the iTunes charts. We really can't thank you enough for doing that. It takes two minutes, but it actually means a whole lot to us. If you like this episode or any other episode, if you thought this was inspiring, if you know someone who would get really fired up listening to this, um, I want you to go ahead and share this. If you're listening to this on your phone, on Apple Podcasts, on the bottom right corner, there's three little dots. If you click on it, it'll say, share this episode. You can share it easily right there. You can text it to someone. You can put it in somebody's Facebook IM. You can email it. It's so easy to share. Please share this episode. It means a ton to me. I'll talk to you guys soon. The podcast is a production of Authentic. For more info on advertising in this show, visit AuthenticShows.com.
Nothing I can't do I feel like I'm brand new 